The excitement of the West Virginia High School football playoffs has returned. Makes a couple of men miss, coming here to the near side, outside the numbers to the 30-yard line. Good blocking as he cuts back to the 40-yard line. He's to the midfield stripe, past the punter, down the near side, between the hash marks and the numbers, running away from a defender to the 10, to the 5, and into the end zone. It's the first round of the postseason as the number 15-ranked Parkersburg South Patriots invade Martinsburg to take on the number 2-ranked Bulldogs. Kickoff is scheduled for 7.30 with pregame coverage beginning at 6.30. Right here on Talk Radio WRNR and WRNR TV on YouTube. Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis and Nick Verzellini. Welcome in to this Thursday edition of the Sports Mix, September 11th. Happy Veterans Day to all veterans out there. This, this show is sponsored in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. And uh, as we inch closer to the weekend, we inch closer to the first round of the playoffs in the state of West Virginia as two teams get set to do... Uh, to play in the first round here starting tomorrow night the number two martinsburg bulldogs host the number 15 parkersburg south patriots martinsburg nine and one parkersburg south five and five uh we'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow really at uh right at the top of the show as we'll have matt miller in studio as he begins his final playoffs as the voice of the bulldogs and then we'll have a packed show the rest of tomorrow and we'll go an extra 30 minutes uh, for a special AAA playoff preview edition for football edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini here today. Uh, just want to remind everybody, if you want to go to that Martinsburg game, you need to go to the Martinsburg Athletics Facebook page, and you can find out how to purchase your tickets. You have to pre-purchase them online through the WVSSAC, so do so to get your tickets there. Also, go to... Do the same thing for Jefferson-wise if you want to go see Jefferson as they're on Saturday. They're hosting the number 11 Hurricane Redskins. You have to go go to the Jefferson Athletics Facebook page or Jefferson Athletics website. Find the link to get the tickets there as well for that game. Uh, should be a good weekend here in the area for high school football and all around West Virginia in the first round of the playoffs, Nick. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a lot of good teams that are in this postseason, I think, um, you know, it's kind of wide open with Martinsburg losing to Spring Valley. It, it at least gives teams some hope that, hey, the Bulldogs have lost a game this year to a team in the state. You know, it's possible that we can knock them off as well. And, you know, it, it, it makes it more exciting, I think, because if Martinsburg had dominated Spring Valley, then you're heading into this playoffs thinking, well, they're going to dominate everybody in the playoffs and easily win another state championship, which could still very well yeah. happen. But... But heading in now, there's at least some intrigue. I think, uh, you know, it should be an exciting playoffs. I think there's a lot of good teams. and I think we'll see, you know, a a great postseason. And it starts tomorrow night, which is exciting. Yeah, definitely. And just want to detail a little of our playoff preview show tomorrow. We'll be talking with, what is it, including Matt, that's five area play or five West Virginia play-by-play broadcasters for high school. Uh, so we'll have Matt Miller on to kick off the show at 12.08, talk Martinsburg, and we'll add a little Jefferson in there because obviously he's done quite a few Jefferson games over his 29-year career calling West Virginia or Eastern Panhandle football. Uh, then at 12.30, we'll be joined by Adam Rogers, who has called a multitude of games, double-A, triple-A across the state for the RSN network. Unfortunately... They, he won't be able to call a game this week uh, because of really the kind of the problem we had when it comes to airing the game on our TV locally on TV 10. Uh, you know, they just can't get the sponsorship to be able to pay the SSAC uh, fee to be able to broadcast it. So, uh, you know, not, we're not the only ones that are not being able to broadcast, you know, something on one entity. Uh, we will have that game, obviously, tomorrow night on WRNR, talk rated WRNR on the radio side, streaming radio side, and on WRNR TV on Facebook, but not locally in Jefferson and Berkeley counties on TV 10 because of that TV fee. And it's just, you know, I hear, you know, this morning Matt Miller was on Eastern Panhandle Talk, kind of talked about that. Just think about how much money the SSAC is making off of these media companies just trying to give a product out 
Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, like we said before, like when talking about West Virginia high school football, I mean, there are a ton of stations that carry a game. So, you know, or, or even follow a team all season long. So, yeah, they're definitely getting a ton of money off of this, but that is just kind of how it works, I guess. I mean, they got to have money for something, I guess. So how else are they going to make money? But it is unfortunate that, you know, it's preventing some stations that have followed a team all year or have covered games all year for nothing to now have to pay a fee it is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. And he said they're looking to, to be able to get back on and call a game next Friday night. But he'll be on talk a little George Washington. He, he's covered a lot of games for them as well. And, you know, some other AAA teams we may be able to get into a little bit, just his opinion on them. I believe he's covered Spring Valley um, in the playoffs. Let me see who else he's covered in the playoffs uh, from our text thread. Um, he has covered Spring Valley, Parkersburg, Huntington. So maybe you can give us a little Huntington information on there as well. Just his side of it. Just get a little of his take. Uh, we also have on at 1245, Dave Wilson of Metro News. He has called Morgantown and, uh, you know, He'll talk about Morgantown as well as University, both teams in the playoffs this year. And then uh, today we'll be talking to Matt Perry, Spring Valley play-by-play guy. He's unable to be live on the show tomorrow due to teaching obligations, so he'll be on as well. We'll talk to Andrew Rogers, voice of the Huntington Highlanders this year. You know, your former your former spot last year you were the voice of the highlanders last year uh he'll be on again we've had him on before but you know huntington coming in number one ranked uh they'll have you know the playoffs at home every game this year except you know except for the state championship Uh, martinsburg gets you know home field advantage until that as well um but you know should be a good good show tomorrow we'll have maybe another person on here trying to nail down some details on that but it should be a good show tomorrow yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to those guys, and obviously a lot of them uh, we're pretty familiar with. And um, you know, anytime they're able to come on and, and talk about their teams, I think it gives you know this part of the state that good overview of some of the other teams in the state, uh, like the Huntingtons, the Cabell Midlands, the Spring Valleys. You know, that are all really good. George Washington, a team kind of in the middle of the pack, so kind of hear about them as well. And University and Morgantown are. A top five team in Morgantown, I think, at 14. So a, a team with a chance to potentially, you know, pull off an upset as well. They've had some good games in the EPAC. Yeah, they this beat year. Spring Mills last week to get into the playoffs. So uh, should be interesting to talk with Dave Wilson about both teams. Yeah, and that that that's a, that's a packed show, Spencer. Where you're gonna yeah. It'll definitely be it'll it's definitely going to be about. tight, but we're going an extra half hour, uh, so it'll be live twelve to one thirty, and it'll be replaying five to six thirty, and then after the replay, though, it'll head to the pregame show for Martinsburg. You'll be on the call with Matt Miller tomorrow night. You'll be able to get in the booth with Matt for the first time this year. Yeah, uh, to do that in the Matt Miller press box, which I guess he doesn't broadcast want us referring booth. to the Matt Miller broadcast booth. Yeah, I think. broadcast booth. My bad. Uh, he doesn't want us referring to it as that yet, but um, obviously that will be a lot of fun uh, to get to do a game with Matt for the first time and you know be a part of his last year. Uh, you know, a great uh, kind of mentor like figure for us as we uh, kind of take over around here. Yeah, definitely. It should be an exciting show tomorrow. But let's you know talk a little bit more about what we're talking about on today's show. Uh, after the break, here in a couple moments, we'll talk Jefferson. We'll talk with head coach um, Craig Hunter, as we usually do every week. But, you know, intriguing matchup there. Jefferson at six. And, you know, one of the points that he made during the interview was that, you know, you're 9-1 and one on the season and you get a six seed. <laughs> it has been a crazy year um, with some games getting canceled as well. So some things haven't played a full 10-game schedule and also just a lot of undefeated teams. So. Yeah. I think that's the excitement heading into this postseason that I talked about. Like, there's a lot of good teams that you don't know, you know, the difference between the one and the fifth best team in the state, just based on the fact that they've all played really well uh, this season. So, with them sitting as a sixth seed, you know, they get a pretty tough draw on Hurricane, a good program traditionally, you know, usually a, a, a playoff contender. So, you know, that will be a, a tough game for them, and, and I'm looking forward to that one as well to just kind of keep up with on Saturday while we're doing the Shepherd game and probably uh, provide some updates throughout that one if we can. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, the cool thing about, you know, if you have to say one thing 
different, you know, if you're going to say a good, cool, interesting fact about, you know, Jefferson being number six is they could play Martinsburg before the state championship. If, you know, they're able to keep winning, you know, up end a good Bridgeport team and Martinsburg is able to continue winning, that could be a semifinal EPAC matchup. Yeah, I think they'd rather wait till the state championship to have yeah. to play a team like Martinsburg, especially how that game went uh, the first time around. But it is a chance to, you know, you've already faced Martinsburg, so you now know kind of what to expect. And maybe Jefferson could perform better a second time around. But first they got to get through, uh, you know, Hurricane and Bridgeport, which are going to be two tough teams uh, to get through to get to Martinsburg. So it's a very tough run to the state championship for a team like Jefferson and of course, Martinsburg has to get through Spring Valley first after getting through Parkersburg South this week if they're able to do that. So, you know, both the EPAC teams have a relatively tough challenge or two really tough challenges heading into uh, the semifinals and then the championship if they're going to get there. So, it, there's a lot of intrigue, I think, heading into this playoffs. Um, a lot of unknown and a lot will be proven. Yeah, definitely. We've reached the end of the first segment, sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. When we come back, we'll talk with the head coach of the 9-1 Jefferson Cougars, Craig Hunter. That's next on the Sports Mix. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. And whatever you do, it's good to go the extra mile. But when we go to Antwerp, Belgium to buy a diamond for you, we go the extra 7,982 miles, the distance from here to Antwerp. And when you see your new diamond, the sparkle in your eyes will tell us it was worth it to go the distance. Hi, I'm Lori from Bechtel Jewelers. Dave and I are leaving soon on a diamond buying trip. And here's what going the extra 7,982 miles means for you. A more beautiful diamond than you thought possible for your money. Antwerp is the diamond capital of the world. We work directly with the men and women who buy and cut the diamonds. We personally inspect thousands of diamonds to pick only the best out of each parcel. And believe me, we reject hundreds of diamonds for each one we buy. Would you like to own a diamond that will blow by other diamonds in a flash? We're ready to go the extra 7,982 miles for you. See us at Bechtel Jewelers, Route 11 South of 51 in Inwood. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. We continue to break down high school football matchups before the West Virginia high school football postseason begins starts tomorrow and then it'll be there'll be more on uh, Saturday as the team we're talking about right now they are playing on Saturday as they host the number 11 Hurricane Redskins traveling all the way from Hurricane that's about a five plus hour drive number six Jefferson will play host on Saturday there at Cougar Stadium in the new turf field should be a good one down there uh but you know looking at this a little bit before we get into the interview looking at this hurricane team you know we've talked about it a little bit they were really tested at the beginning of the season and dropped you know three out of their first four games 
uh, three in a row after winning the first one and then able to get back on track before uh, losing two weeks or a week ago by two t- by just two touchdowns to Spring Valley. So you know they've played arguably the best some you know three or what is it four of the you know top six teams in the state top seven teams in the state yeah they've had a tough schedule and uh you know they've played much better as of late so this is a this is a hurricane team that has been challenged all year and you look at jefferson's schedule and while it is has been challenging there's not been as many good teams in the state of west virginia so it's harder to compare the two teams uh, just based on schedule. But we know Jefferson's got a ton of talent, especially on offense. You know, a 2,000-yard passing quarterback, a 1,000-yard rushing uh, running back. So, you know, Evan Toole, Sammy Roberts, those are the stars on offense. But they got other guys that can make plays. Their defense, I think, is kind of underrated. Uh, had a huge stop in that second half against Washington. And really, even in the Martinsburg game, while they weren't, you know, great defensively. They gave up a lot of long drives. They didn't give up a ton of those big plays where it just makes it look easy, you know, against a team like Martinsburg where they have done that in the past. Now, obviously, they still gave up 42 points, but they had some moments in that game where their defense looked decent. So I think Jefferson's a good football team, and uh, they, they, they can definitely win this game against Hurricane, but Hurricane won't be a cakewalk. It will be a uh, you know relatively tough first round matchup. Yeah, definitely. And let's hear from head coach of the Cougars, Craig Hunter. As we caught up with him the other day, you guys finished the season nine and one, and you know heading the playoffs where you are. What's your just overall thoughts on the regular season that you guys are able to go nine and one after the season you had last season? Uh, well, I mean, it's going to be I mean a great outcome. Uh, being the fact that you know we were three and six last year. Uh, we did build the momentum. The kids worked hard, and just like I always say, they they got to see the fruits of their labor. I mean, they they got the rewards from what they've done all off season, and it worked for them. And they had the success that they wanted. And now we just go into a new se- It's a new season, and we get a chance to keep on going. Did you, uh, I guess, have these expectations heading into the season to have such a great regular season after what you saw from your team all off season and what you we had, had coming back? Setting new goals. Uh, so it was getting the playoffs. Then once we got to a certain point, then it was a home playoff game. Then it came to a point where to try to go undefeated. And now we're now it's winner go home. So now it's just to try to survive in advance. And you know, looking where you guys are sitting at that uh, the spot where you guys are. Did you anticipate going into this going in you know the latter stages of the season where you'd be able to get positioning wise in the playoffs? Uh, well, you know. I mean, it's kind of a – I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like a rare year from if you ask me. I mean, you don't really see as many undefeated teams in a season. And that way you figure out – you never think that you were going to be 9-1 and one and rank six. I mean, that's just not what you what you have thought as a season – how your season would go as far as the rankings and ratings would go, that you would be 9-1 and one and rank six. But, I mean, you got, what, three undefeated teams – Coach, you mentioned that you know, being rated six after a really good regular season, and that means you'll have to play a, a pretty tough team here in Hurricane. Uh, you know, what kind of challenge do they provide? I know they got off to a rough start, but have been playing pretty good football as of late. Yeah, I mean, um, they got off to a rough start, but I mean, they also played. I mean, their four losses are against what all the top ten teams in the state. Um, so I mean. They got a, a good quarterback who's a dual threat guy who can run, who can throw, um, good receiver, um, um, good running back. Defense is is multiple, so they give you different looks. They'll get after you. Um, we played them. We played them last year at the end of the season. Um, so pretty much the same kids he's got coming back. Um, so and they they've gotten better. But we just know they're going to give us multiple looks on defense. It's going to try to confuse us and give us problems. So we just got to be prepared for everything. What are some things that you, uh, as as a team for offensively for you guys, what are some keys for you guys? Um, basically, the main thing is to take care of the football. Um, no mistakes. Uh, know our assignments. Know where their blitzes are coming from. To be able to see them ahead of time. Try to see them ahead of time know where they're coming from. Uh, there are some tendencies that they give. Uh, so just to pay attention to that a little bit, make sure we see it. And um, 
try to attack it and exploit it. Uh, you mentioned their dual threat quarterback, and he uh, is a pretty tough matchup. So, uh, how do you try to contain him? Uh, well, you go over everything with passing lanes and, and assignments uh, to make sure your D line uh, keeps him contained in the pocket. And if he gets out the pocket, you have right now just have assignments where we can keep him corralled, so he just can't he can't kill us getting out on the edge, rolling around, scrambling um, if something breaks down in the pocket. So that's the main thing is to get um, a good solid. Um, edge rush and then push up the middle so you, you don't really have anywhere to go and you know they come in off of a uh, you know 14 point loss to spring valley do you think that coming off that loss you guys may be able to see some weaknesses that they had in that game and maybe go back but to be able to do what spring valley did to be able to get over them um i mean i don't know if, i don't know if we're the same um type of team as spring valley is to be able to go actually do exactly what Spring Valley did. But, I mean, there's some things that we've seen in film uh, that we think we can exploit and think we can have some success with. Coach, after the Martinsburg game, uh, your team has bounced back and and played really well um, in these last two weeks. Is that what you expected out of your guys, to bounce back from a tough loss like that and and finish the season strong now, have some momentum heading into the playoffs? Uh, That's definitely what we we expected. and was hoping for that, um, and they did a good job of bouncing back after that loss and um, coming on strong and getting getting things going and the momentum going strong into the playoffs. So I think they did a good job of doing that, and hopefully we can get, continue to keep this momentum going and hopefully, like I said, survive in advance. And defensively, you guys have been able to kind of turn it around after that Martinsburg game Nick just mentioned, you know, giving up 42 points to a very good Martinsburg team, but then over the next, the last two weeks only giving up 20 points. Uh, what does that say about your defense after the, uh, you know, that game against Martinsburg being able to, you know, just put that kind of put that away after that loss and go forward into the season knowing that everything was still in front of them? Um, I, I think the defense has played well pretty much for the whole season. Um you know, we just had some some things that happened in the Martinsburg game that, you know, some of it was defensive stuff, some of it might not have been defensive stuff, 100. Uh, percent But it just it just came down to them being able to score those points. You know, one of those was one of those one of those scores was a blocked field goal that they ran back for a touchdown. So um, that necessarily wasn't on the defense per se. Um, so you know, I think the defense has really played well, continue to play well, even in that game. Um, they had flashes of, of playing extremely well in the Martinsburg game. So, um, you know, I just think that we just keep bouncing back, keep getting after people, um, and keep doing what, what we're asking them to do, and we'll be fine. All right, Coach. Thanks for joining us, and best of luck on Saturday. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. That was head coach of the Jefferson Cougars, Craig Hunter, as uh, the – you know, we talked about them playing Hurricane on Saturday. Should be a great matchup. And, uh, you know, looking at the Facebook comments, A.R. Emmert says, uh, don't sell Hurricane short. Gritty and disciplined. Remember them well in 2018 when they came to the House of Pain as a 16th seed. So Yeah. I mean, they beat Huntington last season. Yeah. Now, obviously, Huntington, Huntington was, was a, young, <laughs> a young team a year yeah. ago, and now they've matured and became much better. But... I mean, they definitely have some talent. Uh, Barreo, the quarterback, he can do a lot of good things, and uh, you know it should be a close game. I think, especially if it being a Saturday too. You never know how your team's going to come out playing on a Saturday opposed to the normal Friday night. Can be a tough transition, but overall, I just think Jefferson, even though they're technically the sixth best team in the state, I mean they got a good offense that's balanced. Uh, you know, pretty good defense that gets after it. So. They're a pretty complete team. I don't know if Hurricane has all those pieces to keep up with them, and that might be the difference in the end. Yeah, definitely. I, I would tend to agree with you on that. As we've reached the end of our second segment today, this segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and Designer Bedding, Outdoor Living. It's family-owned and operated. Located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. When we come back, Get a little WVU sports roundup as uh, we'll hear the Mountaineer report from the Mountaineer Sports Network and Tony Creedy and uh, a little bit more college stuff coming up next on the Sports Mix. Hi. 
Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. This is Matt Miller, along with my wife, Dale. As homeowners, we've been through the mortgage process several times, and each time we went to Mark and Cheryl Savitt at the Mortgage Center. They treat you like family with personal one-on-one service, walking with you through the process from application to settlement. Plus, low interest rates and closing costs. The Mortgage Center is on Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. Phone 304-267-9040. Or online at mortgagefinancing.com. NMLS number 237527, equal housing lender. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. WVU Medicine is pleased to introduce five new providers who've joined our medical staffs at Berkeley Medical Center, Jefferson Medical Center, and University Healthcare Physicians. Dr. Leslie Golden, Orthopedics. Dr. Alexander Bitzer, Orthopedics. Dr. Courtney McQuillan, Obstetrics and Gynecology. Nurse Practitioner Carolyn Gable, Nephrology. And Darwin Castillo, Emergency Medicine. WVU Medicine, growing to meet the needs of our community. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back into this Thursday edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini here. Happy to have you with us. And uh, if you're not going to that Martinsburg game tomorrow and you want to drive about two and a half hours and see uh, a good old basketball backyard brawl, you can head over to either the TV10 Facebook page or the Talk Radio WRNR Facebook page and uh, enter to win some WVU versus Pitt basketball tickets, men's basketball tomorrow night. Um, I believe the game starts at uh seven at eight o'clock maybe or eight thirty. Uh, let me look before I say that. Um, the game tips off at eight thirty tomorrow night at the uh in Morgantown at the Coliseum. If you want, so if you want tickets, go to Facebook.com, look up TV 10 or W talk radio, WR and R and enter to win your tickets. We have a couple left, uh, that weren't claimed. So, uh, if you want to win those, go over to the Facebook page now as, uh, we'll talk a little Mountaineers here. We'll have, uh, the Mountaineer report for today from Tony Caridi and the Mountaineer sports network right here. Now it's not playing. What the heck? Now my, here we go. Mountaineer sports teams build their rosters for the future with the start of National Letter of Intent signing. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Caridi. That story coming up on today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. Kroger knows this year the holidays are doubly important. So make your celebrations doubly special with fresh, never frozen prime grade beef and simple truth organic Brussels sprouts. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Double specialness, void where prohibited. Certain restrictions. Wait, stop illegal. We've got even more special holiday food. It's like delicious King Crab legs, private selection gourmet potatoes, or cave-aged Murray's cheese, and fresh-baked La Brea bread. <sighs> Kroger, fresh for everyone. All right, legal. You're up. Double special this void where prohibited. Certain restrictions may apply. Shop for participating stores for more details. 42 million Americans struggle with hunger, yet 35% of the food in this country is wasted. 
Those aren't just numbers. They're our neighbors. Your daughter's friend from school. The family of four next door. The Kroger Company Zero Hunger Zero Waste Foundation is committed to making fresh food accessible to all by ensuring it never goes to waste. Together, we can help end hunger. Learn more at ZeroHungerZeroWasteFoundation.org. Mountaineer sports teams building their rosters on Wednesday. It was the first day of the National Letter of Intent signing period. On the men's basketball side, Bob Huggins inking two Josiahs, Josiah Davis and Josiah Harris. Davis, the 6'3", 190-pound guard from Kitchener, Ontario, Canada, who plays his high school basketball at Taze Valley Christian in Scott Depot. A year ago, he averaged 21 points, five rebounds, while shooting 69% from the field and 42% from three-point range. ESPN lists him as a four-star recruit. Josiah Harris is a forward, 6'7", 210 pounds from Canton, Ohio's Richmond Heights High School. He averaged 18 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, and two blocks last season as a junior. He also is listed as a four-star recruit by ESPN. On the women's side, Coach Mike Carey announcing the signing of three student-athletes, Mari Russell of Reynoldsburg, Ohio. ESPN ranks her as the 25th best guard in this year's class. Avery Ace Strickland comes from Knoxville, Tennessee, a top 115 player nationally. And Yanta Vaughn from District Heights, Maryland, a 5'7 point guard. ESPN ranks her as the number 16 point guard in the nation. WVU's women's soccer team also adding to its roster for next season with the signing of six student-athletes. Don't forget to join us tonight here on the network from 6 until 8. It's the Neil Brown Show. We'll talk Mountaineer football as West Virginia gets ready for Kansas State. And that is today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. And you can tune into that show again, 6 to 8 p.m. tonight, right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740. Following that, you can tune into, uh, we'll be joining the Capitals game in progress. Uh, that game, so we'll be joining it at 8 o'clock. I believe that game is a 7.30 game. Let me double check before I say something. Yeah, it's a 7.30 game, so catch the very tail end of the first period. Excuse me. Um... And then you'll have the first intermission and and uh, and on as they play. They're at Detroit tonight. Uh, we will the next game, the next Caps game we will have will be next week sometime, I believe. Let me look down at the schedule here because I have it right here. Um, will be next Tuesday night as they are in their West Coast swing, so we'll be able to get them the late night Caps. As uh, the the Tuesday, they'll be at Anaheim at 10 p.m. 9:45 pregame show. We'll be dipping into that at 9:45. So, uh, Capitals on Talk Radio WRNR next Tuesday, as well as tonight. And uh, staying with college a little bit, we'll talk uh, a team that doesn't get much attention from us, but they deserve a lot of attention. Shepherd volleyball. They're still second in the. Uh, Division II Atlantic Region rankings for November 10th. Wheeling tops the rankings with a 22 and five overall mark and 20 and two in region mark. Shepard now has a 21 and three overall mark and 19 and three in region. They posted a three and0 record last week um, as they get ready for the final two matches of the regular season before the PSAC tournament starts next Tuesday. They're at Westchester on Friday and at Millersville on Saturday. Uh, very good volleyball team there for uh, Shepard and uh, should contend in this uh, PSAC tournament. Yeah, they definitely have a chance to uh, make a run in the uh, PSAC tournament. They've been playing you know, good volleyball all season. So, uh, yeah, keep keep following up on them and uh, hopefully they can do some damage in the tournament. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we'll continue to talk a little uh, Shepherd as uh, I don't know how much time we'll have tomorrow on the show, uh, just because it'll be a very packed show talking about uh, you know the high school football playoffs. There uh, we talked. You talked with head coach Ernie McCook yesterday before the Clarion game. That set that interview set to air on Saturday during the pregame show starting at eleven thirty a.m. But what are some things you took away from that interview? Well, th- this the focus this week is you know obviously on Clarion, but they know that obviously this team hasn't won a game. But 
they can't really look into that too much. They got to take care of business. Um, you know, they, they seem pretty relaxed heading into the week in terms of, you know, but that's how it is. Every time I feel like when we're at Shepard, like Coach McCook keeps that relaxed uh, atmosphere around his team. So, you know, they're they're focused on this week. They know that if they were to lose or were to slip up to a clarion team, it would hurt them. So they, they got to take care of business to hopefully get a home playoff game. And, uh, you know, they're looking at it like any other game, you know, and uh, I got that sense from Coach McCook and from Ponce de Leon, um, who is the Rams safety. You know, this is their senior day as well, so they want to send their seniors out right if it is their last home game and, uh, you know, honor those guys because a lot of them have shown a lot of commitment to the university and the football program. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of their main focus is just take care of business, uh, treat it like any other game, and they'll be okay. If they don't, then they're going to struggle because, well, if you go into any game and kind of underestimate a team, then you're not going to play good football. So that's kind of what I took away from yesterday. Yeah, definitely. And uh, a lot of graduate students on this roster, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 17 graduate students. That doesn't include seniors who may uh, not come back next year or just didn't decide before, so they decided to stay a senior before they were, you know, they could they could graduate in December and say, oh, no, do I want to go back? I don't know, you know. So there's 17 players that are graduate students that have committed to the university to stay back here. And uh, just a little tidbit from the interview, uh, just because we have a little bit of time here, and, I, you know, again, tomorrow's show is going to be jam-packed. We usually do a whole Football Friday show, but – uh, just a little bit of a uh, little bite here of Coach McCook talking about, you know, staying focused on just this one week and not getting ahead of themselves as the uh, the playoffs start next week. Our, our job is really focused on playing well and being successful. Um, and because we are playing for a playoff spot, we're playing for a 10-win season. We're playing for the opportunity to play a home game in Ram Stadium. So our guys are playing for a lot. Uh, and so being focused – our preparation's been the same as it's been for East Stroudsburg, Bloomsburg, Mill- Millersville before that. It's not going to change by our opponent's record how we prepare. We're just going to come out and we're going to do our best to put the best game plans together in all three phases and execute them at a high level on Saturday. There you go. There's Coach McCook talking about uh, the game on Saturday, not getting too far ahead of themselves. And it should be a great game as Shepard honors its seniors and, uh, you know, not going to get into it all on the air, but we were privy to uh, see some stuff yesterday at practice. Great, great stuff going on at Shepherd practice wise. You know, they have, they run a great practice and uh, you know, it's great to see those players getting recognized for what they've done to the program. Yeah, that would be uh, some interesting stuff. And obviously too, you know, we don't know how many more games some of those other players may have because guys like Bajan, uh have obviously pretty much set every record at Shepherd. And he could have an opportunity to move up if he does decide to. Now, I know he's a local kid, so you know his main interest is probably staying around. But he does have that extra year of eligibility if he wants to use it. And he could uh, also, if he wanted to, uh, use it at the FCS or FBS level potentially because he's played that well at Shepard that he's proven himself as an elite quarterback. And uh, if he wanted to, he could take advantage of that opportunity that I'm sure will be there for him. But... Uh, you know, I don't want to get into too much speculation. I don't yeah, obviously have any no. in, inside information, but I'm just saying from an outside looking in perspective. He's got the talent. He's got the talent, and he's had the production to potentially move up if he wants to. Yeah, definitely. And while we're talking, you know, the, the Beijing connection here comes together as, uh, you know, looking at a story posted there by Rick Kozlowski on the journal. It looks like, you know, one of the players that came to Shepard that transferred in that played with Beijing is offensive lineman Adam Stilley. He's he's been hurt the last couple of weeks and he's going to miss at least one more to two more weeks. Yeah, he went down in that I think Bloomsburg it was the Bloomsburg games. game, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say uh and I'm not certain exactly what the injury is, but not having Adam it's out an there It's an ankle injury and it's I it's a t- he suffered a tallest bone avulsion need the sports doctor to read avulsion fracture uh, so it's been two weeks, and Coach McCook says he'll be. Hopefully, he'll be back in two weeks. Yeah, and, and he's uh, you know a pretty talented guy. Also, with that interesting background, playing at Martinsburg, winning a state championship with Tyson, and of course, 
I believe he fought through an injured wrist and had a snap of his left hand, which was kind of cool. And we got to hear about that story as well. So, yeah, hopefully they can get Adam Stilley back. But they've certainly had guys step up in that role and play well for them as well. Yeah, definitely, and uh, we it should be an interesting game. Great to see all these grad students that stuck around and be with the program. They'll get recognized, have a true recognition, because obviously last year, no season, so they didn't get to recognize them at senior day. Uh, but that should be a great game. Tune in, 11.30 pregame, Saturday, 12 p.m. kick on talk radio or wrnr tv on youtube and tv 10 locally in jefferson and berkeley counties that does it for this segment of the sports mix sponsored by parsons ford ken parsons ford in martinsburg we became number one by making you number one first go to parsonsford.com we come back we'll uh, we'll wrap things up on the sports mix talk some nfl uh player signing back somewhere where he's familiar with a uh, guy that hasn't really been talked about we'll talk more next on the sports mix With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest-growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. The excitement of the West Virginia High School football playoffs has returned. Makes a couple of men miss coming here to the near side, outside the numbers to the 30-yard line. Good blocking as he cuts back to the 40-yard line. He's to the midfield stripe, past the punter, down the near side, between the hash marks and the numbers, running away from a defender to the 10, to the 5, and into the end zone. It's the first round of the postseason as the number 15-ranked Parkersburg South Patriots invade Martinsburg to take on the number 2-ranked Bulldogs. Kickoff is scheduled for 7.30 with pregame coverage beginning at 6.30. Right here on Talk Radio WRNR and WRNR-TV on YouTube. Floodwaters can spread E. coli bacteria. Here's Bill Kearns from the Berkeley County Health Department about what to do if your well is tested positive. If it's just a one-time contamination, you can superchlorinate your well, which we have instructions at the health department. They could call and talk to us. You're providing uh, an excessive amount of bleach down the well. Then you do a runoff to get that out of the system to get the bleach through your lines, get any contamination out there. You do a runoff of so long, and then you can have it tested again. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court in Martinsburg. Call 304-263-5131. NCAA Division II football on TV 10 as the Shepherd University Rams play host to the Clarion Golden Eagles. There goes Ronnie Brown into the secondary. 30, 25, 20, still on his feet. Cuts it back at the 10, and he'll get into the end zone. Touchdown, Shepard. What a move by Ronnie Brown. Pulse with the cleanup block. Join us this Saturday, November 13th, for the Rams Senior Day. Kickoff is scheduled for noon with pregame coverage beginning at 1130 right here on TV 10 and WRNR TV on YouTube. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your Veterans Day, November 11th, 2021. And a segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. As we begin to wrap up the program today, uh, we'll talk some NFL. A lot of things happening in the NFL world tonight. A game we will be unable to carry on via Westwood One because we're in the area of a Ravens broadcast network a Ravens radio network affiliate so we cannot carry it um but uh, the Ravens play on Thursday night football tonight you got to see them in person on Sunday um you know they're playing a 2 and 7 team tonight not really an intriguing Thursday night football matchup if you could have, if you you know could have had your best Thursday night football matchup but it's a matchup indeed well it depends i think if Tua is playing if Tua is active that at least brings a little bit more intrigue to this Dolphins team because they might actually be competent. Uh, but if Tua is out, then I would expect the Ravens to win. But again, um, it kind of depends on that. Either way, Baltimore has a good chance in this game, but they're gonna. It, it, that will certainly change, I think, how close the game could be. 
And the Ravens have played a lot of close games, even against bad teams like Detroit. So you never really know. Their defense has been kind of suspect this season. They lost to Sean Elliott for the year, so another big injury for them. Uh, their free safety, who they just got back um, from an injury. So Elliott going down will hurt a little bit. And, uh, you know, we'll kind of see. I think I'm hoping – well, not hoping that two is out necessarily because I don't want a guy to be hurt. But it will, it will certainly help the Ravens if Jacoby Brissett is back there opposed to Tua. Uh, not that Tua has been, you know, amazing in his NFL career, but I think he's definitely an upgrade for Miami at quarterback. Um, but overall, you know, they, they've found ways to win games even when it's been sloppy. And a lot of people are now talking Lamar maybe for MVP. So we'll see if he can get that done. Obviously, you know, with their injuries to running backs and such, uh, he has been not only their main passer, but their main runner as well. Um, we'll, we'll continue to, I guess, just hopefully the Ravens can win tonight, I guess is how I'll sum it up. Exactly. And, uh, you know, some breaking news now coming out of Carolina as former Panthers – quarterback cam newton has agreed to a deal with the panthers that will bring him back to the team that he helped reach super bowl in 2015 it was announced on it was announced today uh the deal which is pending a physical is worth up to 10 million dollars for the remainder of the season including a 4.5 million guaranteed and 1.5 million roster bonus that's what sources have told espn's adam schefter and uh it, i believe i mean i don't think he can come back in and he hasn't played in a game you know obviously this season so i don't think you can uh have him be active on sunday after not being you know not having played in the game this season pj walker is set to start sunday's game against the cardinals pj walker people have heard of him because he was a star in the uh short-lived rebranding or re-brought back of the xfl yeah but um yeah, Sam Darnold has been dreadful for this Carolina Panthers team. After a decent start, they were three and zero, I believe, and now they're four and five. You know, he's just not been good, and he's also been injured now. So they they needed to sign a quarterback either way. They go to Cam, which is kind of an interesting move because, well, to my understanding, he didn't have the best of uh, fallouts, I guess, or didn't have the best of uh, departures from yeah. Carolina. You know, there was kind of a little bit of a fallout there. So it's interesting that he's coming back, and it's also a new head coach and Matt Rule. Um, but they're they're looking for something to maybe save their season. I don't know at this point if Cam Newton can be that guy. But, again, I really didn't feel like in New England his abilities were used the best. So I think in Carolina, Coach Rule, a college coach, he'll probably find a way to use uh, Cam a little bit better and maybe – it can be a, a chance for him to rejuvenate his career back in Carolina, which is weird to say because I didn't expect that to ever happen, really. Yeah, definitely. And talking about that matchup as they, uh, they'll they play the Cardinals this week, Cardinals wide receiver A.J. Green returns from the COVID list, and uh, I believe he's expected to play on Sunday. Uh, so that's good news for the Cardinals, getting another weapon out there. And, uh, and what we talked about yesterday, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, I guess he's just – taking a relaxing week he uh he's enjoying his time as a free agent he said uh he's not expected to uh pick a team until sunday's games are complete so i mean look i've been enjoying my time as an nfl free agent no team has called yet <laughs> but if they want to i'm, I'm enjoying it he it's his first time as yeah a free agent so he's taking it all in necking in a paycheck i guess and uh you know maybe well, he's he probably can, still getting paid by the browns but yeah definitely and maybe he can uh just you know get maybe he's you know trying to relax get some injuries a little better maybe he's a little you know just get back to 100 percent before he joins another team maybe and in, in, the, in the headspace as well probably because you know it's not the, he didn't have the best situations in cleveland with, with the way it all ended i guess yeah i mean it's mostly his fault but yeah they proved they didn't need him on Sunday. That is true. Uh, before we end the show, though, I want to talk a little Washington Wizards. Uh, they're off to the an best eight- team in the NBA's Eastern Conference. You mean? Yeah, they're off to an eight and three start for the first time in seven years after a ninety-seven ninety-four road win last night in Cleveland. Uh, they trailed by four points with thirty seconds left, but back-to-back threes by Kyle Kuzma uh, gave the Wizards the ninety-five ninety-four lead. And here's one of the, here's the three for the lead. 
And Cleveland did Witty into Beal. Beal drives, gets the restrictor. Left corner, Kuzma for three. It's there! Oh, it's there! It is there! And the Wizards are getting closer to being there. They lead by one, 95-94 with 11.4 seconds left. They are stunned in Cleveland. They are. They were stunned in, D, in Cleveland indeed. They would force a miss on the other end, and uh, Corey Kispert added a late, a last-second layup for the final score, and here's that layup. It'll be Wizards ball on the sideline of the backcourt. Kuzma, tackle fall inbounding. He just throws it way up court for Neto. Catches under the basket. Kispert, bank and score. Wizards lead 97-94. That's it. Run for the bus. The Wizards get the win over the Cavaliers by three. Get out of here. Just don't even do post-game interviews. Just everybody grab, grab your bags, get to the bus, and get out of Cleveland. Get out of Cleveland as they uh, escaped with a 97. Just like Odell. <laughs> 94 win, exactly. Uh, Kuzma finished 22 points, 6 of 9 from beyond the arc. Uh, Montrez Harrell, double-double off the bench, 24 points, 11 rebounds. Uh, the Wizards, they will visit the Magic Saturday night at 7 p.m. Uh, and that was courtesy of Dave Johnson and Megan McPeck of the Wizards Radio Network. Uh, Dave Johnson, I, I love the calls. Yeah, he's um, been doing it for a while for a reason. And, of course, the Wizards uh, playing good basketball right now, which I'm sure is exciting to be around. And, of course, uh, I think they might have won that trade with Westbrook. Uh, I would say so. At least it looks like they they have. Well, John Wall, that's another story for another day. Uh, He doesn't look like he wants to play at all for the Rockets this year. That's kind of been old news. But, yeah, he does want out of Houston – I don't want him back in DC though. I don't think there's a spot for him at this point in his career. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think so either. Um obviously that could could come back. I mean you never know. Who knows? Could. Uh but that does it for today's show. Uh remember if you want WVU basketball tickets for tomorrow night, head over to the TV ten or talk radio W on our Facebook page to get those as well for uh craig hunter for coming on the show nick verzellini i'm spencer we saying so long and we'll talk to you tomorrow when we have a special hour and a half edition of the sports mix of special play triple a playoff preview edition as we'll have quite a few guests on tomorrow including matt miller to talk about those playoff matchups that's been today's edition of the sports mix